Can't see you. Yeah. Here we go. Kids are dismissed to, uh, did they leave already? Gospel Quest, let's root them on if they've not already gone. Absolutely. And uh, we, um, we were here on Monday this past week, and Andy built 17 foot of scaffolding that Steve Reynolds uh, let us borrow, which is uh, Mike's dad. And so, and, and him and Roger were, he said, I asked my dad to come, and of course he wanted me here to help too, and, and I'm glad he asked his dad to come because his dad was about right here climbing up, uh, up on there, and that's about all I can handle is about that. And uh, so we replaced a bunch of lights, and so uh, they burn out fast. And so it was really, really exciting about, uh, you know, people working together and getting that done. I'm preaching a message to you today, uh, and, and, and I don't know, Jacob, if you have, I put it up there, but if you have the, the graphic on this one, this one's so cool. It's called Turbulence. And wouldn't you know it, it had an airplane in it. Lindsay designs all of our graphics and all of the stuff for whoever preaches. And uh, when she designed that, I thought, man, that was really good. And uh, so here's what I'm preaching about is turbulence. And let me pray first. Jesus, we love you. We thank you. We praise you, God, for who you are. Thank you, God, that you are alive. Thank you, God, that you came. Thank you, God, that, that you live in our hearts. And God, we give you thanks and we give you praise. I pray for your power to be on me today, and we give you thanks and praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to talk about turbulence today, and we'll tell you a little bit about what, what it is. I'm going to describe a couple of things, and then I'm going to tell you how it, you can apply it to your life and how you can have peace, because that's what is lacking in this world today is peace. And so we'll get to that here in just a moment. But let me tell you what turbulence is. It's violent or unsteady movement of air. You know, people will tell me, they say, oh, it seems like it's a beautiful day to fly. And they'll say, you know, because it's sunny and because the sun's out and because, you know, the wind may not be blowing down here, but yet the, the wind could be blowing 30 or 40 knots at 3,000 feet, which we saw just recently the other day. So even though you may think that it's steady and on the ground, it's good, but it could be turbulent in the air. And I'm going to describe to you about turbulence in the spiritual as well as how we can find peace. Now, uh, similar, similar words to, to turbulence would be conflict. It would be confusion. Uh, an example uh, of one thing when I looked up the definition, it says we are in a time of political turbulence. Should, and so, you know, this is one of the things that, that we should think about. Uh, people are in turbulence. They're in conflict. Should I... Uh, should I charge all of my Christmas presents uh, for people uh, so, uh, because I don't have the cash? So should I just go ahead and put them on my charge card? See, that's conflict. That's turbulence. Those are things that you should be careful of. Should I sleep with him or her even though I'm married? Should, should I do that? And, and, and people will say, well, why would you? That's a conflict. See, and Christians, Christians shouldn't have conflicts in those areas like the world does. But they do, and it happens within, the, within the, the, the church world today. So the question is, is why is there turbulence in your mind? Why is there conflict in your mind? Why is there conflict, and why is there confusion that sometimes happens within your mind? Let me tell you a, a quick story. I flew the other day, and I went over to, to, uh, to Jackson County over, and I, I texted Nellie, and I said, Nellie, I said, I'm, I'm getting ready to take off. I'm flying to Jackson County. I'm just going to take a day and just fly over. It's about a 25-minute flight, and uh, it was wonderful. I, I was getting beat up at 3,000 feet, 
because the ground effect and the wind was blowing just a little bit. It was a beautiful day. And, and so I, I climbed to 4,000 feet, and it was smooth as silk. It was just as smooth as silk. And I mean, the airplane was just flying so good. And it was just really good. And we were just, I was just having just really a good time. And I flew over Boggs Field and I saw Roan County <coughs> football field. And it was beautiful. And I saw that. And then I just made a little left turn and headed towards Jackson County. And I headed towards uh, Ripley. Well, and then I, when I got to Ripley, I thought, okay, I was looking down. And I think, okay, I need to make a left here. So I turned a little bit, made a left where the gas station was, and I went down, and uh, close to, uh, there was a church there, and I thought, okay, there's a church. So I turned left again, and I'm thinking, okay, there's where now Dad and Ellie are. And so I descended down to 3,000 feet again and, and started doing turns around the house and taking some pictures and really having a good time. And, and so it was really fun, but I mean, at 3,000 feet, I was getting, it, there was chop, it was, it was bumpy, and, and I can tell you days within my life, uh, John, that I didn't like chop, and I didn't like bumpiness, and I didn't like turbulence. I remember the first time I ever flew in the wind, uh, Brad Duffield, my instructor, a great, great man, I just love him to death, uh, him and his whole family. Uh, Christy went with me to the airport, and, and that windsock was just straight out, and I'm thinking, this is going to be bad. And so Christy goes to Brad and says, you know, John's really leery about flying today. And he said, well, she, he said, well Christy, you know, if, if he's going to learn to fly in this, you know, he's got to know. And it's like that in your life. I, I can't figure out why people have meltdowns so easy. Do you? Kids today seem like they can't cope. I mean, I don't understand what's going to happen. I mean, when something bad goes happen in their life, hopefully it doesn't, but people are going to die. You're, you know, grandparents are going to pass away. Parents are going to pass away and this kind of thing. And people are going to lose elections and, and people are, are going to go through things and this kind of stuff. But people are having meltdowns. They seem like they can't cope. I mean, am I the only one who agrees with that? There's an adults that can't cope. That, that, that can't go through. And so, anyway... We take off, and the airplane's just, I mean, it's just, this was with Brad several years ago, the airplane's just beating, and it's just banging, and, you know, the airplane doesn't know it's going through turbulence, it's doing what it's supposed to do. I mean, it's just like sideways and this way, and I mean it, and it was crazy. <laughs> so we take off, and I turn left, and I'm going left downwind uh, for, for a touch and go, and, and I look at Brad, and I say, Brad, I can't do this. I said, I can't do it. And he said, okay, let's, let's go ahead and get on the ground. So we turned left downwind, airplanes just going all over the place, and just, I turned final, and I'm coming in. And a Cessna 150 flies real slow on final. I mean, it's just, I mean, I'm right on the, I mean, it's just, just, you know, just all over the place. I line up, and I touch down, perfect, perfect landing. You know how I knew it? Because I'm here to talk about it. And Brad said, it's a perfect landing. He said, here's what he tells me. He says, John, he said, that's a perfect landing. He said, I couldn't have done any more better than that. He said, you want to do another one? 
And I said, yeah. Threw the carb heat in and threw the power in. And I flew in an hour of that. Recently, I was flying a 172 in Charleston. You say, well, why are you telling me this about your, about your airplane? All the, all the other instructors and all the other pilots are in the FBO down there in Charleston. And it's windy. It's 25 knot winds. And, and, I t- and Steve looked at me, who I was flying with. He said, he said you want to go? I said, oh, yeah. I said, let's go. All the rest of the chickens were sitting in the FBO, and we take off. <laughs> I mean, planes going all the I fly like this. I fly with my hand like this. This has been the first time that I ever turned final where I had to take my right hand because the wind was blowing so hard and push myself straight and level. And we flew an hour in that. And it was fun. But let me tell you something. What if I would have quit back when it was bumpy, back when it was rough, back when I said I couldn't do it? I think people quit too easy. I think people quit in the turbulence. When, when, number one, many times within people's lives, they're causing their own turbulence. They're causing their own situations to happen within their lives. And, and then they're, they're, they're looking for, for a way, you know, to disperse that energy and saying, why is everything seem to be going wrong in my life? <laughs> my instructor told me, he gave me words of wisdom one day. He said, you can take off on a clear day with no wind. <clears throat> and when you get to your destination, it could be so windy that you could hardly get on the ground. He says, you have the training now. He says, it doesn't bother you. He says, where other pilots freak out, you're good now. Why? Because I experienced it. Was it uncomfortable? Yes. Did it get easier? Yes. Do I respect it? Yes. Because you could get killed. You got to be real careful. So I say all that to say this, is that you're tougher than you think you are. You're tougher than you think you are. You know, when you're, when you're having meltdowns over, over this or you're overlooked um, in, in a job opportunity or, or you think that there's so much month at the end of the money and, and you have to charge your, uh, your gifts because you don't have the cash to do it. Let me tell you something. You're stronger than you think you are. And it's not always going to be the way you think it is. Things will change. But you have to change. Let me give you, let me give you an analogy. Sometimes we have to change our destination. Sometimes we may not be able to get where we need to go at that particular time. Sometimes within your life, you need to change your destination and say, whoa, I don't need to go today. Sometimes you need to change your altitude. Sometimes you need to change your altitude, where you are, where you're going. And and sometimes, not only do you have to change your altitude, but sometimes you have to change your attitude. You have to change your attitude. And, and blaming other people and, 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 and blaming others for your demise. <coughs> <coughs> I 
<coughs> so my question is this, why is there turbulence in your mind? When Jesus said this in John chapter 14, 27, peace I leave you. Excuse me just a second. <coughs> peace I leave you, my peace I give you, not as the world giveth. I giveth I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, <coughs> but neither let it be afraid. Did you know that your heart can be troubled? And your heart can be afraid? Both? I never thought of that. Never looked at that scripture like that. But let not your heart be troubled. Neither <clears throat> let it be afraid. Why? Because Jesus said, peace I leave you. Always remember that God leads and the devil pushes. <clears throat> Whatever you're going through in your life, and you feel that there's an urgency to do something, that could be devastating and that could bring great turbulence and wind and weather to your life, you got to be careful. Christy and I, right now, should be in Florida. Uh, our son left yesterday, and uh, they're, they're in, a, in a room down there, 3,000 square foot of a place that we're staying at. We've got a great deal on it. And it's John and Stephanie. And, but I, I felt like I needed to be here today. We're leaving this afternoon. But I felt like I needed to be here today. Church, always be led by Jesus. In anything that you do, always be led by Jesus. Can I tell you something that sometimes Jesus will inconvenience you? Because I could be on the beach with one of those little sprites, with a little umbrella. Sometimes things don't work out like you want them to. So by God's grace, we're leaving this afternoon, and we'll be back Friday evening uh, sometime. Christy and I are like four days, four days of vacation, and and I work while I'm going anyway because there's so much to do. But, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm pretty excited to, to just go because it's been a while since we, we had a wedding this summer and we moved our son and daughter-in-law this summer. So we really didn't, don't listen to what John Sandy says. He says we're in Florida every, what, two weeks? It's not true, huh? Yeah, when I'm on the beach. So here's some questions. Why is your heart afraid? Why are you troubled? Because God doesn't want you to be that way. You've got to figure out why your heart is troubled. Now, only you can determine that. I can't take your head off and look down inside of you and say, okay, here's why. I may be able to, if you tell me, to, to be able to use wisdom. But if my heart is troubled, then it tells me that I need to get it cleaned up. When we started to Pulse Church, how, how long has it been, Kathy? 2014. When we started to Pulse Church, I did do what? Spring of four, right, Mother's Day, wasn't it? Around Mother's Day. When, when we started to Pulse Church in 2014, I did not name this. God named it, and I can never take credit for it. It's called the Pulse because we're in the heart beat of the state. I believe that revival 
can begin here and disperse itself throughout this whole world. Just this past week, on our podcasts, let me show you. Just this past week, and I'm so grateful for what God's doing. We've had 2,510 downloads in the last seven days. We've had 122 downloads today. We've done over 774 podcasts. And that's not preaching from the pulpit. That's me in the studio. That's the tent meetings that Scott, Pastor Evangelist Scott Means did. That's the podcast that Barb and Christy have done. The political shows that we've done. The John and John show. We're reaching people all over the world. 2,510 people. We've had 29,731. This is not a three-second view that people watch. This is actually where they download it to a device and they listen to it. One of the most popular things that's on our podcast is a Southern Gospel show that I do once a week. It gets more listeners than anything that we do. But I'm grateful I'm grateful because we're changing lives. We're changing lives. And that's what, if your heart's not troubled, and if you're not walking in fear, then guess what? It's easier to change lives because you're not concentrating on yourself, but you're concentrating on what God is saying to you. Go when he says go. Stop when he says stop. Be obedient when he's asking you to do something. So God named the Pauls. I didn't name the Pauls. And then we have a dear friend of our family's. Uh, his name's Pastor Jim Butcher. He's been here before. He wrote a book. Big tall guy. And uh, I was talking to him on the phone about it. And he said, you know, he said, there's a scripture that comes to mind. It's Psalm 5110. It says, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. So it became the Pauls Church, a church that beats to the heart of God. We, have a net, we now have a network that beats to the heart of God. And we have a state-of-the-art studio in Taze Valley, West Virginia, this bar none. The state-of-the-art equipment that we have here broadcasting all over the world. And in Winfield. I would have never thought that I could be doing what I'm doing today. I, I've been so blessed this year. Traveled more than I ever have. Being a part of things that I never thought that I could be a part of. And then we put the scripture, so it's the Pulse Church, a church that beats to the heart of God. And then a scripture that says, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Sometimes our heart needs to be clean, does it not? Sometimes our heart may not be what it needs to be. That's what David was saying here. He's saying, he's saying, create in me. Then, I, I, I don't know, I'm taking this by memory, but I'm turning over to it now because I want to see if I think I know the next verse. Listen, here's what verse 11 says. Cast me not away from thy presence and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Can you imagine not having the Holy Spirit within our lives? I cannot imagine because... 
When, when, let, me, let me tell you, let me go back over into John 14, because this just came to my mind also, um, just by reading this, uh, this one a bunch. Listen. He says, don't pull your Holy Spirit from me in verse 11. Listen to what John 14, 26 says. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Look what he says in the next verse. Peace I leave you. It's amazing because that was, that was the text today. Peace I leave you. My peace I give you. Not as the world gives. So right there should tell you something. That the world offers some kind of peace, Barb, but it's not God's peace. I, 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 I've never thought about that until I read that the other day. I don't know if you've ever thought about it either. But he says, peace I leave you. Peace I give unto you, not as the world gives. So the world may offer some kind of counterfeit peace. But not God peace. That's the kind of peace that we need today. So change your altitude. Change your attitude. Change your destination. And remember that you're stronger than you think you. You're stronger than you think you are. You can kick the addiction. You can kick the financial trouble. You can kick the, the, the marriage that's in trouble. You can get better. You can get that healing that you need because you've been struggling with that for so long. You can get that healing. There is nothing that is impossible for God's people. Stand to your feet. Isn't God wonderful? Can we not give him a praise offering today? He's a wonderful God. He's a wonderful God. So when you're going through turbulence, hold on, baby. Hold on. God can do great things with you. If you have a need today and you want special prayer, we encourage you to come. We encourage you to pray. We, if you want to accept Jesus into your life, I encourage you to come and talk to Jesus about that. Great things are ahead. I'm excited for 2023. I can't imagine what he did in 2022 and to top that. But let me tell you something. He said greater things. Greater things. Will you do? Don't sit and wait on Jesus to do it. He's waiting on you to do it. He's waiting on you to speak to that neighbor or that person. He's, he's waiting on you to buy that lunch for that person. He's waiting on you to make that other person's car payment because they can't do it. He's waiting on you. Church, you can't wait on God to move. He's waiting on you to move. Because guess what? God's moving all the time. Just like the wind just like the wind. The wind, it, you, you may not think it. <coughs> you may not think it, let me tell you. Just by looking. <coughs> They're not posting it. I was going to tell you what the winds, the winds at uh, 6,000 feet were are. But I guarantee you, they're blowing faster than what you think they are. The wind is always blowing. <coughs> There's always a current. What is your need? Do you have a need, a special, special need today? As we get to the altar part, and this is where you take a checkup from the neck up. What's going on in your life? Why is there not peace? 
Why have you upped your anxiety medication? Is it because of the hustle and bustle of this world? Don't get caught up in it. The world will offer you peace, but it's not the peace of God. It's the peace of this world. Father, we love you. We thank you. We praise you for who you are. We thank you, God, for this day. We thank you for everything that you've accomplished in this day. We'll give you all the praise because we know that the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. And we're built upon that. And we thank you and we glorify you for it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. And God, wonderful. Now, we need to talk about a couple things. You may be seated for just a moment. We got to talk about a couple things because um, we have uh, Christmas Eve coming up, which is on Saturday. There will be no connect groups on Sunday. Christmas Day, it will be an abbreviated service that begins at 1030. Not 11, but 1030. I'll have it on Facebook. No connect groups on Sunday. It'll be 1030 on Christmas Day. Now, what I need is a show of hands because if, if we're not going to participate in it, which I understand people are busy, got things going on, how many people plan on coming to our Christmas Eve service? Christmas Eve. That's on Saturday. 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, something around that. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. We can have about 10 for that. And how many can make it for Sunday? Got it for Sunday? Okay. Well, then here's what we'll do. We'll do a Christmas Eve uh, service at 4 o'clock. Is 4 o'clock good for everybody? 3 o'clock? What do you think, Megan? 3? I can't see your hands back there. <laughs> 3. Oh, okay. 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock on, you know, probably 10, 15, Megan. That's fine with me. I'm, I'm excited about that. And uh, then Christmas Day, we'll have our normal service at um, 11, at 1030 that morning. So we'll do that. Tell us about the stockings, Megan. What's going on with that? Make sure you have those. You like my hat? This is what Kathy and Brady got me. You can tell I'm loved. It's warm on people that have bald heads, John. You, I, you know, mine's growing. I'm growing mine out a little bit. I mean, you know. But uh, I appreciate that. I thought that was funny. I could have used that a little bit ago. I walked down to the daycare, and man, that wind was blowing. No doubt. You are loved in this place. God loves you. He cares about you. What would you say? What? Yeah, you got shorts on. 
You know what I'm taking to Florida? Sweatpants. I don't think I'm taking a pair of shorts. It's not warm enough. But anyway, we just ask that you would pray for us as we travel. And uh, we plan on, plan on leaving uh, around 3 o'clock. Got some other things to do before we go. But uh, we're excited to, to be able to travel a little bit today. We're not planning on going all the way today, not unless we get this huge boost of energy. Just pray we get this huge boost of energy and, uh, and are able to go. Anything, anybody have a prayer request? Anybody dealing with something that you want special prayer over? We don't want to ever leave a service without you being healed, delivered, set free. In Jesus' name. All right, what time are we meeting on Saturday? Three o'clock. What time is the church service on Sunday morning? 10.30. No connect groups at all. Be blessed. I love you all in Jesus' name. Have a great day.